Well, hello, and thank you guys for joining us uh, today. We, we are going to be continuing our culture conversations. You know, uh, Clarissa, I don't think we can ever come to a place where we stop having these conversations. Mm-hmm. I think this has to be a part of uh, the ongoing conversation that we continue to have. And and guys, if you don't know this amazing lady who's sitting right here, this is Clarissa Stevens. Uh, she has been here on staff uh, for seven and a half years since me and Destiny got here. You, you were here before us. Yeah. And... Um, and she is an absolutely um, incredible person. We've been through a lot together. Mm-hmm. Um, we have been through a lot in these seven and a half years. Yes, we've seen we a have. lot of things come. <laughs> we've seen a lot of things go. Yes. Uh, and uh, but here we still are. Yep. Come on, we yep. we have made it. And <laughs> and I just want to say thank you. Thank you for being who you are, and thank you for taking the time to sit down and have this conversation. Could we say uncomfortable conversation? Yeah. Could we say awkward conversation? Could we say challenging conversation in many ways? Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is a necessary conversation that 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 we are having right now. Right. You know, over these last several weeks, the conversation of race, social injustice, discrimination has really come back to the forefront, really mm-hmm. as as a nation, um, and. Uh, First of all, why don't you just tell us, how how are you doing right now? And what's been going on in your mind and in your heart, your emotions over these last several weeks? Wow, so many things, right? So um, I'm on staff here, like you said. So I'm a mom. I'm obviously (laughs) African-American. I am in a um, biracial marriage, so my Mm -hmm. husband's not African-American. And so just a host of different emotions. Mm. You know, I watch what happens with George Floyd and um, Ahmaud Arbery, and then I think about my 21-year-old son, and I think, Lord, you know, when Eddie leaves today to go from here to there, I pray that he does all the right things, even more so than ever before. God, I pray he's very, you know, all of that stuff comes back, right? So I've been working through all of those thoughts. Um, just, (laughs) I guess one of the things that I've been struggling with is just the response of the church at large. Mm. You know, some people have been very vocal about, hey, this isn't okay. Let's talk about this. And others have been very silent. Mm. And I feel like their silence to me has been just as vocal (laughs) Mm. as the people who are speaking out. So then I struggle with that because they might be a faith leader that I've listened to their podcast for a long time or watched their sermons. And now I'm wondering, Mm. you know, I don't want to, but I'm wondering, well, how do they feel? What do Mm. they think? And so it's just invaded every aspect of my life. Mm. And, you know, I know who I am in Christ You know, I I say this all the time. You know, people ask me about this. You know, I don't think of myself as a black woman first. I think of myself as a child of God. Yes. But at the same time, I am a black woman. Yes. In in a world where people see that first. And so with that comes all kinds of things, with all kinds of emotions, all kinds of thoughts. So I've been a little bit all over the place. Yeah. Tell me in in these, you know, in these last uh, in these last several weeks, um, what about just on a daily basis in terms of you interacting with other people, going into the store? Have, mm, wh- mm. What has that been like for you mentally and emotionally as well? Just interacting with other people, other other white people, other mm-hmm. what what is that? What has that been like? It's 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 again one of those things you're like I, I wish it wasn't this way, but but you know I go into a store and all of a sudden. I noticed, or at least I think I noticed, Mm because that's what happens mm -hmm. when things like this happen. Everybody sees me. Everybody Mm -hmm. knows I'm black. And now I have this black mask on. And, oh, God, what do they think? How do they feel? And um, all of that. You know, I see other black people, and we almost give each other this I'm with you kind of a thing. Like, that's come back. You know, it's it's just um, I have this heightened sense, again, when I'm driving, you know, if— if a, a sheriff pulls up behind me or a police car or whatever, all of a sudden, again, I'm starting to like, okay, am I doing everything right? Where is my insurance card? Where is my registration? Mm. Oh, God, I don't want them to think I'm I'm, I'm going to, you know, whatever. Mm, it's just mm, all mm. of a sudden, because of what's been happening, those are the kinds of thoughts and ideas, you know, wow. that have been in my mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. absolutely. 
Well, um, you know, here, uh, Clarissa, we are we are in a community. Mm-hmm. We are brothers and sisters in Christ. Here, speaking really of North Point, not just yeah. of Boja City, but here at North Point, we we are a community uh, of followers of Jesus who've who've at least decided to do life together in this season of life, right? right? We, right. we are here. We are doing life together. We are the end, right? Mm-hmm. At the crossroads of life. We That's are a part of this, of, of this church, of this community. Um, h- how does it make you feel whenever your Christian brothers and sisters who happen to be white don't speak up whenever mm. these issues of racism and social injustice come out? H- how does that make, how does that make you feel? Hmm. I think, you know, going back to the way, like, some of those faith leaders that I might listen to or whatever, it's the same way I've kind of been wrestling with the feelings I have about them. Do they care? Mm. Do they see me? Mm. Um, Do they know that I'm African-American? You know, know, um, how do they really feel? You know, Mm. I may have never thought about that before. I may have just assumed it was all whatever. Wow. But when I don't see you speaking out or finding out how I'm feeling or whatever it is, then this little thing pops up in my head about where are you really at with this? Wow. Which I may never have thought that before, but yeah. in this instance, there there it comes, you know. And I think it comes back to like value, right? right. Like how much do you do you value me, mm-hmm. right? How, how mm-hmm. much do you value our relationship? How right. important am I really? To, I mean, would that be kind of along the lines of like what you were feeling personally? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you know, just thinking again. Yes, we're all children of God and yeah. all of that, yeah. and you know, Jesus says, you know, that we're one. But in this world, yeah, you know. Clarissa is African American. Yeah. And when she goes out in public, people don't know who I they don't know I'm a child of God. They know I'm African American. <laughs> right, right. Right. Yeah. And so um just not even going far enough to think about, I wonder how she's feeling, or just that even a text of, Are you okay? Hey, praying for you. Mm. Anything. Mm. Um and, and and a lot of our community did do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But sure. for the ones that didn't, or for the ones who were very silent while others were very vocal, just mm. that contrast mm. kind of kind of makes you sit back and, and wonder mm. a little bit. Mm. What about the ones who say, I don't really care about what happened in the past? Mm. What, what what does that comment <laughs> do? That comment. Well, I think to that comment, I would say that's not true. Mm. Right? Come on. That's a lie. (laughs) You care about what happened with your great grandfather. Yeah. You care about what happened, you know, with your mom. You we care about the past. Yeah. We care about our history. It's just that we're selective with it. Mm. You know? Um, I think the history and the past that makes us feel okay about who we are or doesn't challenge us. Is it's where you go all in with that, mm. but the history that challenges us or that makes us have to, I don't know, you know, dissect our own hearts. We're just like, I don't want no, I don't want to have any parts to do with that. So I think that that's my biggest thing when people tell me that if they're willing, mm. if we're willing to have that kind of a conversation, no, that's not true. You care about history. Yeah, it's just that it's it's what history do yeah. you care about. Yeah. You know, oh, wow. That's good. You, yeah. you want to study your ancestors and they came from Ireland and off the boat and they did this and my grandfather started this business and you really care about history. Wow. Wow. <laughs> it's just that there's something about this history uh, that kind of makes you go, oh, you know. Yeah. Um, so that's what I would say. Good. Hey, it, mm-hmm. well, we've talked about the people who are si- silent, yes. right? Not speaking mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. What about the people who are speaking up? Mm-hmm. But they're not speaking up against racism. Mm-hmm. They're not speaking up against social injustice. Mm-hmm. They're speaking up because Mississippi is changing their flag right. and the Confederate flag emblem is being removed from their state flag. They're mm-hmm. speaking up because mm-hmm. Confederate monuments are being moved. They're, they're speaking up for those things. Right. How does that make you feel? I mean, I don't want to rush rush to judgment yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> on those people, 
But I, I, I will be honest and say that's what I do sometimes, mm-hmm. right? So when yeah. I see that post, they've been silent, but then they all of a sudden post about this isn't fair. What about our heritage? Mm. I'm like, what? Mm. You know, mm. what about our history? Whoa, okay. Mm. And again, it goes back to that, like we don't even see how dishonest we are with ourselves. Wow. Like this history is important. Wow. This monument matters, but this doesn't matter. Wow. You know, um, me having to be afraid of my son going to the store doesn't matter. Mm. Me worrying about how people will feel when I go into a certain store and being followed around, that doesn't matter. Like, mm. How how does that matter more than me? Yes. The the Clar- Clarissa, you know me. Yes. Yes. You know? yes. Eddie, you know Eddie. Like, yes. Yes. And and again, the dishonesty in that is mm. what I think hurts me more. Wow. Because I don't care about Black history and I don't care about slavery, but don't you dare tear down this monument. What are we saying? Wow. We can't say one without saying. We're wow. saying yes to one thing and no to another. Wow. Because, I mean, you've always, ta- you taught me that, and I always thought that was really good. Just when you say yes to one thing, you're actually saying no to something else. Yeah. And that's kind of how it makes me feel. Yeah. Whether it's, whether that's right or wrong, yeah. it's like I'm, 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 ch- I've chosen a side and it's not your side. Wow. <laughs> I'm. And you know, you, you reminded me of something else that we, that we always say here is that being honest with yourself mm. is probably the hardest thing that you will ever do in your life. Right. 100% gut right. level honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. If it's not the hardest thing, it's one of the hardest things. Yes, it is. And I think we're seeing that right now. Mm-hmm. I think we're seeing people not be honest mm-hmm. about how they really feel. Right. Not be honest about how they really think. And mm-hmm. it's bleeding out in Facebook comments yes. and Facebook posts on Instagram, different yes. places, even in conversation, right? We're mm-hmm. seeing that. We're mm-hmm. seeing that bleed out. Would that be true? Are you seeing those things come out of that just as we're talking about just just not being honest about Yeah, these issues? I think so for sure. I mean, even with on both sides of the coin. So yeah. even for black people who say, I don't have a racist bone in my body, all of what's happening in this world is kind of exposing mm that there are some ideas and thoughts and beliefs they have about white people that they've never checked because it's just, that's how it is. Wow. And I think it's doing the same thing for for Caucasian people, white people, people of other colors of, if they're honest, mm. man, I have had this idea about black people. And what do you do with that? You know, it's easier to deflect than to inspect. That's mm. what I always think about for myself with my wow. own sin. Okay. When someone confronts me, when you preach a sermon that's like reading my mail, I my first thought is usually, man, I can't wait to share this with my group. And now I've taught myself to go, why did I rush to group tonight? And I'm not present in this moment when Philip is saying this. Wow. Probably because I need to be taking this all the way in, you know, so stop preaching. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) It's just easier to deflect. And I think that's what we're seeing is like deflect, 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 deflect. And that deflection to black people is like a rejection. You deflect so it feels like you're rejecting me instead wow. of just taking the time. Maybe you aren't racist, but at least take the time to check. Wow. <laughs> see if there's a bias. See if there's a false belief. See if there's an attitude. We um, all have them. Yeah. You know? Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. The deflection is rejection. Yeah. Wow. Oh, the deflection feels like rejection. Yeah. Wow. That, that, that's, man. That's exactly what it feels yeah. like. Okay. Um, yeah. Here's one thing that I've noticed. Okay. I have noticed people um, rushing past the real issue. Mm-hmm. I mean, as fast as they can mm-hmm. get beyond the real issue, the real issue of systemic uh, racism, the, mm-hmm. the real issue of social injustice, the real issues of discrimination, right? The, right. These real issues. And they, they get beyond that so fast. You know, for, mm-hmm. for one, it's like uh, Black Lives Matter, all lives matter, mm-hmm. right? Um, it, 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 it comes out as like, but what about black on black crime, mm-hmm. right? What about mm-hmm. fatherless homes? What about those statistics, mm-hmm. right? It, it comes across as rioting is certainly not the answer. Did you see all that looting, right? Mm-hmm. All mm-hmm. of these things come out and we just rush right past the real issue mm-hmm. to get to another issue. Right. That is so. That is so secondary. Right. That is so beyond of what 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 is really the conversation that really needs to be taking place. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Have you experienced that? And then what would you say to people to say, hey, let's don't rush beyond this issue Mm -hmm. into things that you're comfortable talking about. Right. Let's sit in this conversation that is uncomfortable, that is awkward. Mm Mm-hmm. And let's have this conversation. Let's don't rush beyond it. Have you have you seen that as well? And what would you what would you say to that? <laughs> have I seen that? Yes, I've seen that. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, you just scroll through your Instagram or your Facebook feed, and it's yeah. all over all over the place. I think for me, what I say to those people is, those are all real issues. But in my mind, most of those issues stem from something deeper. Come on. And systematic. Yeah. That we've never really dealt with yeah. or dug into. You know, it's like if a drug addict comes to me and they have all of this stuff happening in their life, I'm not going to say, do this. Well, what about this? And what about this? You know, they, they can't keep their checkbook balance and they can't keep, you know, their house clean and they can't. All of those things are issues, but we, we got to deal with this drug addiction. Yes. Because if we never deal with that, None of this other stuff is going to change. Right. And so I think that, again, it comes with us just stepping back from feeling like we have to have. I'm I'm thankful for the people who have been vocal. um, But even for some of the people I know who are are mulling this over for themselves and they've said a few things, I I like their wisdom Mm. because they haven't rushed to take a side or take yeah. a stand, especially if they're dealing with that. Some of them, yeah. they've kind of been more bent towards saying those kinds of things, and they're just kind of taking the time to go, man, let me think about this. Mm. And I think that's where we all need to be right now. Mm. You know, I've even seen African-American people are posting things like that, you know, and I get it. Those, again, those are all real issues, and yes, we need to deal with them. Right. But how did we get here? Yes. You know, that's the part we've got yeah. to figure out. Yeah. And we understand that in every other, you know, in counseling, you start with someone's location. Yeah. You know, they say, take them back, take them back, take them back so that you can take them forward. Yes. And everybody wants to go forward mm. without going back. Mm. But how do we do that? Yes. You know, even God told the people of Israel, remember this. Yeah. Tell your kids, I parted the Red Sea. Now, this is generation after, this is how many generations, yeah. you yeah. know? Yeah. But yeah. it's just a principle. Yeah. You have to know how you got somewhere so you can get somewhere else. Yes. Um, and I think that's what it just it just bothers me. I'm like, yes, got it. You're, but I, I think it goes back to that deflection. Yeah. It's easier just to deflect. Right. But what about this? And what about this? And what about this? Okay, good. Maybe that'll make them be quiet. Right. And it's like, no. Right. Right. <laughs> that's. I don't know. No, yeah. and I, you know, I think, um, mm. man, I heard TDJ say uh, something that has just stuck with me. This was like at the very, very beginning of this whole thing, um, uh, right after uh, George Floyd and uh, TD Jakes was on with Carl Lentz, mm. and they were doing an interview, and TD Jakes said this, and I, I, it had, I'm, I'm not the best at like remembering quotes and remembering that. Like that's not the, I'm not the best at that. But this has just been in my mind. And he said this. He said, history is not as far back as we like to throw it. Right. Mm-hmm. It's it's not as far back as we would like to throw it's it. It's not. And when I think about your great-grandfather, mm-hmm. his great-grandfather mm. would have been a slave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Th- that's how close yeah. we are to slavery. Yeah. It, it's not 10 generations ago. No, it's not. It's not 400 years ago. Mm-hmm. We are not that far removed. Mm-hmm. So when we start talking about coming up with these things, whether we're talking fatherless homes, mm-hmm. where did that begin? Mm-hmm. Right? Right. I, it, where did these things, right. where did these things right. start? It's like th- they started in this whole, in this whole process. Right. And so I think what you're saying is so valuable mm. because if we don't go back and understand that and mm-hmm. we say, oh, the problem is fatherless homes. But why is the problem fatherless homes? Yes. Because we forced yeah. wh- white Americans forced fatherless homes. Yes. Just right. just five generations ago. We're right. just five generations back, right? Right. And then if we want to continue of all of the issues after slavery was abolished mm-hmm. and the Jim Crow laws and all of the things, we're only 55 years now from right. the civil rights. And, you know, and here we are, like, say, pointing to but black-on-black crime and fatherless homes. And you hit it on the head because you said, we got to go back and figure out why. Mm-hmm. 
Mm -hmm. And there's something involved in the system. Right. Why we call it systemic racism. Mm -hmm. And we have to be willing to go back and 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 acknowledge that. Yes. And that gets uncomfortable. <laughs> yes. It gets uncomfortable. It for, does. For, for, for white people to talk about that. Right. It, it gets uncomfortable. But man, nothing changes. As you just said, we can't change our future if we don't acknowledge our past. Right. Mm-hmm. If we don't admit what is behind us, then there's no way we we can do better with what's in front of us. Right. We've got to be willing to have these honest conversations about mm-hmm. where we've been, about where we are now, so we can go where we where we really do, you know, want to go in, yes. in the future. And uh, and. I, you know, there's a thing that we say here, and I, and I would just like for you to speak to this because we say this all the time, and, and you normally close our service, and we say, the best is yet to come. Yeah. We don't believe that just in heaven. Right. Like, we do believe that heaven, it is the best, right? The yes. best is yet to come. That's why that is always true. But we say that because we are people of faith. Mm-hmm. And we believe that our next decade is going to be better than our last decade. Mm. We believe that the future of America is going to be better than the, the history right. of America. Right. We believe that. Yes. This is who we are. Yes. Can you just speak to that for a moment as a person of faith, as mm-hmm. a person that believes that, you know what, this is, these are tough times, these mm-hmm. are tough conversations, but but do you really believe the best is yet mm. to come? Can you just speak to that for a second? I do. Yeah. You know, when you were just saying that the verse, when Jesus said, you know, greater works will those people do that believe on me, mm. that that come after you guys. Mm. Greater works will they do than I've done. And I I think sometimes we, we hear those verses and we think about miracles and signs and wonders and healings and, you know, but I think about that. I think that goes across the board. Wow. You know, greater oh. works. Jesus came and he kind of blew people's brains up when it came to, um, you know, ethnicity, social injustice. Jesus invented social justice. <laughs> you know, that's at least that's my belief. Yeah. When you break that word yeah. down, you know, social is just people, community, yeah. you know, and yeah, then yeah, yeah. justice. Yeah. This, Jesus' platform is justice. That's right. You know, thank yes. God. Yes. Um, and so I think when you see what he did while he was here, you know, mm. talking to the Samaritan woman at the well and giving her value, engaging mm. with in conversation with her. To the story of the Good Samaritan, I mean, we talk about that story a lot here, but I mean, if we would just sit and meditate on that, that would blow up all of our brains, you know? Yes. And that's what Jesus came to do. He came to just mess up the whole system. Yes. And I think sometimes we forget that we're supposed to be doing the works that he did. Wow. And that is, to me, that's why, I mean, I'm not a Christian just so that I can go to heaven. I'm excited about that. I can't wait to see Jesus face to face. But I really believe that as long as I'm breathing, mm. I should be wanting to bring heaven to earth because that's how he told us to pray, because mm. that's what he did. The kingdom of God is among you. Like Jesus is giving us all of these cues and dropping all of these, you know, dimes. Like we just need to pick them up and we need to carry the kingdom. We need to carry it into every area, yeah. not just the areas that are comfortable, yeah. into our judicial system into our schools, into the hard places. Otherwise, what are we really doing? That's kind of what I always think. So that's why I believe the best is yet to come, because Jesus said we would do greater things than he did. And he did some great things. And he messed everybody's mind up. And he he valued people nobody valued. And he spoke to the crooked system. The Pharisees had a crooked system. They had twisted it and turned it all around. And then they tried to make it look like they were the only ones who knew what was right. It was just a messed up system. And Jesus was all about busting that system wide open. Yes. So why would I be afraid to bust another man-made system wide open? Yeah. He wasn't afraid. Yeah. So... Well, and yeah. I think, yeah, I, yeah, you know, me and you, I think we were having a conversation a couple of weeks ago, and we talked about when Jesus said, um, you know, this is this is why I came. Mm-hmm. I came to preach the good news mm-hmm. to the to the poor, mm-hmm. right? Well, we say, oh, well, that that doesn't just mean the poor financially. That means the poor in spirit, right? right? That means the right. poor in spirit because mm-hmm. we we couldn't get to God. We we are we are spiritually bankrupt, if right. you would. Jesus came to preach to the poor. Um, and then uh, he goes on and he says to open up the eyes of the blind. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, he's not just talking about miracles, right? He, right. He's also talking about the, the blind hearts, right? right. He come to open it. So, so we make these things, and then it gets to the oppressed. Mm. Yeah. That he came to set the oppressed free, and we're like, oh, well, that's just oppressed in your soul. Mm. 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 Did Jesus not come 
to liberate the oppressed people out of oppression, not just the soul, but he came so the kingdom of God could come to bring justice to all people, the whole world, Mm -hmm. right? That Mm -hmm. was it. And I've just been meditating on this thing about not standing on issues, but walking with people. Mm, mm-hmm. Right. And I think that that's where mm. we can get caught. We can get caught when I stand on an issue. Right. Instead of just walking with people. Mm-hmm. Let's just talk about this for a minute. <laughs> the woman who was caught in the act of adultery. <laughs> okay. Right. Mm. We know where Jesus stood on adultery. Right. Right. If we if we said where was Jesus stand on the issue? I mean, it's not just one of the six hundred and thirteen commandments. Right. It's like right. it's one of the ten. Right. right? Don't commit adultery. We know Period. where Jesus stands yes. on the issue of adultery. Right. But in that moment, did he stand on an issue or did he walk with a woman? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He chose to walk with a woman. Right. Not compromising. Mm. He wasn't compromising his 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 no. principles, his standards, his commands. He was not compromising. Mm-mm. But the people were more important mm-hmm. than the issue. He was walking with the person. Mm-hmm. You just mentioned the woman at the well, right? Mm-hmm. The Samaritan woman at mm-hmm. the well. Mm-hmm. We know where God stands on divorce. Right. Right? We know where right. Jesus stands on so divorce. Good. Jesus spoke about divorce. This lady's been divorced five times. Yes. And she's living she, with her boyfriend. She's living with yeah. her boyfriend. Oh, God. And here is Jesus meeting her, right? not standing on the issue, mm. but meeting the person and saying, I want to walk with you. Yeah. How about the Roman centurion? Mm-hmm. The one who was literally oppressing the people. Right. God's people were right. being oppressed by Rome. This is an officer who is a part of a of a big tribe who's oppressing. And what what does Jesus do? Jesus heals his person, right? Right. right. Like Jesus is is the is the ultimate. I'm not going to stand on an issue. Mm-hmm. I'm going to walk with people, mm-hmm. people who are hurting, mm-hmm. people who are in need, people people who who are crying out for help. I'm going to walk. Yes. But people who don't even know that they need help. Right. I'm going to walk right. with them. And so when you talk about the kingdom coming, as you just talked about Mm -hmm. the kingdom coming to earth and the best is yet to come. Mm -hmm. And I think about us being Jesus followers, Mm -hmm. following the example of following the words of Jesus, but following the example of Jesus. Mm -hmm. That I don't see where we can miss the fact that I better walk with people who are hurting. Right. I better walk with people who who are suffering. Right. I better walk with people who who are crying. I better mm-hmm. walk with people who mm-hmm. are in need. I better walk with those people. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's I mean, I, I hate to say obvious, <laughs> but but I feel like as you read the gospel, and that's been my challenge to so many people right now. Just yeah. read the gospel. Mm-hmm. Yes. Read the gospel. <gasps> read Matthew, Mark, Luke, mm-hmm. and John, and then start back over in Matthew. Mm. Because if you need to know mm. where Jesus stands, he stands with people. Right. He don't stand on a, a political platform. No. He doesn't stand on, on issues. Right. He doesn't stand on any of that. Jesus walks with people. Mm-hmm. I want you just to talk about that for just a minute. <laughs> well, I think that we, we again, we believe that for ourselves. Mm. So I need Jesus not to stand on my issues. Please, yeah. Jesus. Just walk with me. Mm. Just mm. be patient with me, Jesus. You're working on me. You know, yeah. you know me. Yeah. You know. Come on. We get that. Yeah. But when it comes to us doing that with someone else, there's mm. this block there. And I think it's it goes back to John 13, 34, 35. Jesus says, I want you to love one another the way I have loved you. Like yes. that's what I just thought about when you were saying that. Yes. Jesus loves us individually like that. Yeah. God forbid he was to stand on my issues before he helped me. <laughs> I wouldn't be sitting in this chair right yeah, now. Right, you know, right, I would have yes. been I would have been toast a long time ago. Yes. And if I'm gonna love other people the way he has loved me, then that's how I have to love them. Mm. I have to be willing to accept them, mm. whether I like what they're doing or not. He that's what he did for me. Yes. Old dirty, messed up Clarissa, he said, Come on, yes. come on in. Yes. <laughs> you yes. know? Yes. I, 
he's never known what it's like to sin. So it's not that he has to have experienced all the same things I've experienced. Mm, you know, mm, people start to yeah. say that, you're like, no, yeah. Jesus never sinned. Yeah, that's right. But he still accepts me. Yeah. I don't know that I would accept me if I had never sinned. Yeah. But thank God he did. Yeah. So when people start saying things like, well, I've just never, uh, you know, I'm not black, so I don't have to, I've never had to. And mm, I can't mm. put, God, mom, I can't, mom, I've heard people say this, and I think they're well, well-meaning, some of them. My mind just can't go there. Well, we'll sit with the black person that you love, and your mind will go there. Yes. You'll be able to feel their pain. Mm. You'll be able to see what they see, If but you have to be willing wow. to walk with them. Wow. But if you're not willing, then you're going to stay in the dark. You're going to be blind. Yes. You know, yes. you have a, this is a great opportunity. Oh my gosh, for so many people yeah. who are blind in this area to finally be able to see. And I feel like a lot of mm. people, yes. Caucasian people, white people that I know, yep. that's what's happening. Yep. They're saying, I've never thought about this before. You've yes. said that a lot in our yes. conversations. Yes. I feel like I can see it now. Yep. Yep. What an amazing awakening we could have in the church mm. if we were just willing to do exactly what you said, not stand on the issues, but to walk with one another through this. Yes. And vice versa for black people to to not, you know, be like, now you sit down and let me just tell you. Listen to what because because yeah. if I hadn't been willing to hear you say, I've never thought about that before. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, well, duh, Philip, you should have done. Like, yeah. th- but that is sometimes the response. Well, yeah. how did you not know? Yeah. Because you honestly had yeah. no idea. Absolutely. <laughs> so we have to be willing to do yes. this. Yeah. You know, and not try to even rush that. Right. This might be a lifetime. That's right. This might be a. Yes. This might be years. Yes. And, you know, um, but. But just being willing to walk with one another. Yes. I think that's what will shift, especially within the body of Christ, but even outside of the body of Christ, you know, walking and, you know, I love, that's why reading and all of these things come in and mm. listening to videos and watching podcasts, all of, I just said that, yeah, but, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is again, I don't have to have experienced it to learn. Mm. And again, when I hear people say things like that, I'm like, no, you're lying. Wow. I mean, you know, for lack of a better word. Yes. Because you read a book in school and you you could feel what the author would. We know how to do this. Wow. We know how to do this. Yeah. Yeah. It's just for some reason, yeah. we're not willing to go there with this issue. Yes. So we have to stop making excuses. Yeah. And we have to be honest. Yes. You, you know, know, I heard something so good about this uh, that the, you're talking about, you know, and they were saying, um, you know, people say, I don't understand all this. I don't understand all this writing. I don't mm. understand. And they, they, they brought this point, and I thought it was so powerful. Mm. They said, that's your job to understand. Mm. <laughs> you don't understand why they're doing that because you don't understand, and you are in charge of what you understand. Right. That's so good. Man, and as soon as I heard that, I was like, you know, that is our responsibility. Right. It's my job to understand. It's my job to read the books. Mm -hmm. It's my job to listen to the podcast. Right. It's my job to follow the 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 great thinkers mm-hmm. and, and 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 crafters. It's my job mm-hmm. to put myself in that place where I can learn so I can go, ah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Aha. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I, I get it now. Not fully. Yes, I don't fully, yes. but I get it. Yes. I get it enough to have some understanding. Right. And that understanding is literally what what, what we put under our standing. Right. It's what creates the foundation. Mm-hmm. And so for people, they're like, ah, you know, they just feel like this. Mm-hmm. It's because you don't have the understanding. Mm-hmm. Where does that understanding come from? It comes from the places that we've said, but it also comes from this. Mm-hmm. Conversations. Mm-hmm. Sitting down and saying, hey, will you tell me your mm-hmm. experience? Mm-hmm. Will you tell me? What, what 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 am I missing here? Mm. What do I not know that I need to know? Yeah, and allowing you to speak freely without right. a filter, right? Without trying to so make important. it nice and neat for me. <laughs> yes, for you to speak it real and genuine and raw mm-hmm. and the way you feel it, so that I can feel it as much as possible the way that you feel it. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is. It goes back to this conversation, the importance mm-hmm. of these conversations. Mm-hmm. We have to be willing to talk to one another. Right. This is where we learn. That's it. And uh, you know, and so, uh, okay, let, let's let's uh, let's move on. Um, <laughs> we took a little Jesus moment right yes, there, right? Come we on, did. we just had a little, a little Jesus moment. <laughs> that was good. Moments. As Christians, uh, 
we admit that there's evil in the world. Mm -hmm. I mean, we there. If you are a Christ follower, you have to believe in evil. Right. You believe in Satan. You believe in sin. You believe in evil. Right. Why do you think so many white Christians are so hesitant to acknowledge the evils of slavery? Why do you think if, if we if we acknowledge that there's evil, mm-hmm. we admit that there is evil in the world, real evil? Why do you think? that we are so hesitant to to acknowledge mm. the evil of slavery, the evil of the mistreatment of African-Americans in this country for hundreds of years. Why, why do you think that is so difficult? I think there's a lot that comes with it, right? Yeah. If I acknowledge it, then some people's reaction is, now I have to do something about it because that's mm. just their personality or mm. you know whatever it is. So I don't want to give that energy. You know, mm, I don't want to. Okay. I don't want to go there. You know, if I acknowledge it, for some people, especially in the South, then I admit that my great great grandfather was a possibly a murderer mm. and a sex trafficker and a human trafficker, mm. and that we profited from it. Yeah. And that now I have to do something about that yep. because what? Because you know what I'm saying. Yep. So I think part of it is just what do I do if I acknowledge it. That maybe I've even contributed to that system. Mm-hmm. You know, I've kept what sl- the roots of slavery alive in my business, mm. in my family, in my. It's like I'm. If I say it's a real thing and that mm. it happened and that it was bad, am I discounting my my father, my family, my heritage? That's what I've heard some people say, and and I'm trying to listen to that because to me, I'm like, oh no, I've never thought about that before. Mm. I was told that my great-great-grandfather came here and he bought us a bunch of land and we had a plantation and it was a great place. And he, you know, he made this city what it is, wherever they're from. Do I now go, oh my God, Mm. I've never thought about that before. And if I, if I allow myself to go there, now what? Mm. You know, Mm. it's that, it's that living in that uncertainty, which is something we've been talking about of. If I acknowledge it, now I have to do something about it, and I have to think different, now I have to stretch my... It's just easier to go, mm. you know, I know it happened, but, you know, that was a long time ago, hmm. or, you know, or yeah. whatever. Yeah. But again, it goes back to, for me, when people give me that argument, I just think, well, that's really selective, because yep. we love history, Yep. right? Yep. We teach it to our kids in elementary school, middle school, high school, college. Yeah. History is important. Yeah. We would all say yes to that. Yes. So why can't we say that this is important yes. and that it was wrong? Uh, yeah, that it was wrong. We can go back to the Holocaust yeah. and we can all mourn still. And this yeah. is when people say, I, I feel like I can't mourn. I mourn for the Holocaust. Yeah. I wasn't alive in the yeah. 1930s and 40s. Yeah. But when I watch the documentaries and I read the books yep. and I read the articles, I cry. Yep. I mourn. I think, how did that happen? How did we let it happen? Mm. I I sit in it for a little bit mm. because I don't ever want to be a part of a system that could allow that to happen again. Mm. And so mm. it does something to you when you acknowledge an evil that was prevalent in your country's history, nobody really yeah. wants to go there, but we have to. We have it's to. It's the same way we do with Native Americans. I don't want to talk about that. Well, they were, you know, it's it's weird the things people begin to say. Well, they needed the European. They ne- and then you're like, listen to yourself. Like, mm. you know, it's it's messy. That's, mm. a, that's a big reason because if I acknowledge it, wow. it's just so messy. Oh, God, now it's going to mess with all of my sensibilities. Why didn't they teach us that in school? What else am I missing? It opens up all these doors, you know. Wow. Um, yeah. And so, yeah. But it's important, right, for oh us to call. God. It's important it's so for us important. to call out that that sin. It's yes. important for us to call out that evil. I'm just sitting here thinking as you're talking. I've never really thought about this before, but how people that just say, "Well, you know, I'm a sinner." Mm. Uh, well, okay. But what sin are you committing? Right. Right. Like it's it's way more powerful when I can identify. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm doing right. that goes against the life that God created me to live. Right. 
and I put my finger on it. Mm. And when I do that, that empowers me to change it. Mm-hmm. So if I just live, well, well, you know me, I'm a sinner and it's broad <sighs> and it's general. And it's kind of like, I'm just kind of sweeping it all under. Right. What happens is it continues. Exactly. That's in our personal lives. Yeah. Right. I mean, it continues because I'm not dealing with that. Right. So here we are not talking about the evil of mistreatment, not being willing to admit it. Mm-hmm. Now we move forward mm. 150 years. Mm. It's still happening, not not slavery, mm-hmm. mistreatment of Africa. It's still happening. Mm. And is it possible that it's happening because we haven't put our finger and said, yes. this is it? That's it. This is the sin. This is it. It goes back to that location. You know, again, you know, in counseling, they say, take people back. They call it location. Before you move to transformation and reconciliation, you have to go to location. Otherwise, they're going to be right back in the same place that they're in right now. And a lot of people want to rush to, well, here I am now. I don't want to talk about that. Here I am. Just tell me what I need to do. Mm. I can't tell you what you need to do Mm. until I tell you what you did. You know, mm. and we talk about why, why, yeah. why did we build a country on the slaves of Africans? Why? Mm. How are we still doing that with Latinos, with other, like now, see, let's, let's talk about how this has yes. just infiltrated our system. Yes. It's, it's still there. Yeah. It's just got different names on it now. Right. And so... I think if we don't acknowledge that it happened, it was wrong. It was one hundred percent, one thousand percent wrong. Yeah, there were, you know, people start to glorify it. Well, I know there were slave owners who loved their slaves. Stop, <laughs> stop. stop. <laughs> it's like it's kind of like the deflection of what about this? And yes. What about this? What? Yes. No, stop. Yes, people were yes. pulled out of their country of origin. They were living their own lives. Oh God, yes being successful in their lives and they were put on boats and brought to a country that they didn't want to be brought to. Yes. If we don't talk about that and deal with what the repercussions of that, if we want to go spiritual again, there's spiritual repercussions for things like that. You know, God talks about the sins of the father revisiting and people want to say, well, I'm covered in the blood. Listen, we understand this in our DNA. Yes. My great-grandfather had diabetes. Now I have diabetes. Yep. It's a it's a law. It's a spiritual yep. principle. Yep. And we can't act like it's not important. Yeah. We've got to dig these roots up. Absolutely. So that we can plant some new trees. I mean, I want to plant yes. some trees that are so multi-ethnic and diverse and yes. honest and just something that my kids and my grandkids can be proud of. Yes. You know, to say, you know, not only did my my mom and my dad and their friends say never again and yes, this is an issue and we need to talk about it, but they left us something better. Yes. Maybe it was just a seed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but they left something in the ground that we can build on. That yes. understanding, those yes. that foundation that we could have done mm. a long time ago, mm. Mm. but mm. we've just allowed slavery to turn into so many other things, Jim mm. Crow, you know, segregation, yep. you know, it's just, we've just started calling it different names, Yes, rezoning neighborhoods. Yes. It's all a, an outflow yes. of this same evil. Yes. And if we don't deal with it, then we're never going to be anywhere better. Yeah. You know, you said something just a second ago, you, you want to pull up those roots, right? Yes. That's hard work. Yes, I know. It's hard work pulling up roots. <laughs> I, and I don't know personally because I don't do any work out there in the garden, but I made Adam Omrich before he oh left our God. house. My, our exchange student, you know, I, I let I let Adam get out there, um, and man, he was pull, he was digging in this this. We hadn't even. It was a place that we hadn't even ever put anything before, and it was like a. It looked like it was a garden before we got to the house, okay. right? Like it was a long time ago, and so he started pulling up these m- massive roots. Then mm. they were just roots in the ground. Like he, he was just kind of working in the and was hitting stuff. Like nothing was coming up. You mm. couldn't even see anything above the ground. Wow! But it was the roots. Mm. And I'm talking about an 18-year-old strong kid. Mm. I mean, it, these roots were giving him everything he wanted. It was so much mm. work to pull these roots up. But we know you got to get that up if you're going to plant something new. Right. That's a lot of work. Yes. That's a lot of it's a lot of conversations. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of hours. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of me relearning. Mm-hmm. Yes. For me as a white person, it's me relearning history. Mm. 
Because yes. I'm learning things right now that I didn't know. Because mm -hmm. they didn't teach it in my history class. Right. right. Right? I'm having to relearn so many things. And that takes time. It takes effort. It takes me now wrestling with, mm. was my sophomore teacher lying to me? In American history, like did they, did they intentionally not tell me that? Mm. Did it just mm. what? What you know? And now I've got to begin to wrestle mm. with what? Why didn't nobody? Why has nobody told me this until right. now? Right? I'm right. now I'm wrestling with so many things, and and I'm having the conversations, and and it and it is so much work. Hmm. But isn't that true with anything that's ever valuable? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. It takes work. Mm -hmm. You want to build a business, it takes work. You want to build a great marriage, right. it takes work. You want to build a great family, build great children. Whatever you want to do, if you want mm. to build something great, it is going to take an, an immense amount of work. Mm -hmm. we, want to, we, we want to see America be even better than it is. I mean, America's wonderful. Right. I mean, wow. I, I've traveled to 30-plus countries in the world. Oh, we... Yes. We are blessed to call this land home. Amen. There's no question about that. That's true. But it can be better. Yes, absolutely. Just like my marriage can be better. Just right. like I can be better. Right. Our country can be better. But if we don't do the work, mm -hmm. we're not going to see the, the results. Right. Come on, no pain, no gain. Right. 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 Come on. It's, it's, it's in every gym, right? Yeah. No pain, no gain. We get, we understand yeah. that. Mm -hmm. But are we willing to go through the pain? Mm. That's always the question. You know, I think just like in our own lives, we get to a place where we're like, this is good enough. And I feel like that's mm. where we've gotten with racism over the generations. Wow. Civil rights, good enough. You know, take down the water fountains. Okay, now now we're good. Oh, desegregate the schools. Now we're good. You know, it's always like, isn't that good enough? No. <laughs> No, wow. the answer is no. This is why people don't grow in their faith. Mm, come on. I'm a little bit better than I was yesterday, and that's a good enough for me. Well, what are we? We're supposed to be transformed from glory to glory. That sounds like a process. That yes. sounds like me going from here to there. Yes. But it takes work. And so I camp out right here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, going to go into the Bible again, but just thinking about yeah. Abraham's dad. You know, the journey to the promised land. Yep. The In Genesis, it says they traveled as a family and they were supposed to be going to Canaan. Yeah. Abraham's dad was supposed to be going with them to Canaan. Yep. But they settled That's right. where they settled. Yep. And then God had to call Abraham again and say, no, come on, let's go. Yep. And I feel like that's what, and, and mm. they meant well. They, I think mm. they got tired. Mm. The generations before us were like, we've made it this far. Yeah. Wow. We didn't think we'd make it this far. And yep. they just kind of sat back. Yeah. And and this is something I've even talked about within my own family members. I'm grateful for the progress they made mm. or I wouldn't be on staff at this church. I yeah. wouldn't live in the neighborhood I could yep. live in. Yep. Me and my husband legally would not be able to be married. So many things. Wow. I'm grateful wow. yes. for how far they came. Mm. But all I'm saying is there's further to go. Yeah. And it's going to take hard work. Yeah. And we're going to have to get our hands a little dirty. We have to be misunderstood. Yeah. I think it's happening a lot. Yeah, it's <laughs> happening. <laughs> what yeah. are we doing? Why are we yeah. talking about that? We have to be willing to go through all of that yeah. to see something happen. Yes. You know? Yeah. So. You know, one of the things that we've been doing here is we've been having these roundtable mm. uh, conversations. Mm -hmm. um, I've been meeting with people in our community, people of color, mm -hmm. and uh, we've done five or six of these roundtables, you know, six to eight people at a time. And. And man, it's been so amazing for me. It's been mm. so good for me. Mm. Um, the the uh, they've been two and a half hours long. I mean, we just like it's finally like, okay, guys, we have to go. I mean, I, I'm sorry. Like, I wish we could keep going. Like, I, I I'm I'm getting so much out of these conversations. Yeah. I'm learning so much. And, and you know, you you uh, one of the things that has come out of these conversations is uh, one of the things that you you, you kind of just alluded to, like of me just learning. It's just about the Fourth of July, mm. right? Mm. Mm -hmm. As a white person, mm. I've never thought about July 4th, 1776. Mm. Mm -hmm. yes. what, was, what was liberty mm -hmm. for me mm -hmm. was still 
meant enslavement to you. Right. I've never thought about that before. Mm-hmm. I didn't think about that until this interview that I was telling you about. I watched T.D. Yeah. Jakes and Carl Lentz and, and, and T.D. Jakes brings it up. And it was like a mind blowing moment for me. I have never thought mm. about that before. Mm. So ever since then, I've been doing my own little research, okay, my own little survey. <laughs> and in, in every single one of these meetings that I've done uh, mm. with, with the people of color, I've just talked about what I've been learning. Mm. And I say, guys, one, and I wait till the very end. And I, if everybody's talking, I'll just say, hey, man, this is so good. I'm learning so much. Let me just tell you one of the things that I've learned in these last few weeks. And I've learned about the 4th of July. And I just pause. I don't say another word. I don't say what I've learned. I just say 4th of July. Every person of color mm. has smiled, laughed. Mm. Ah, come on, Pastor. Like, surely, you know, said something. Mm-hmm. One without fail, one hundred percent, except for one. There, there, there was one who was like, "What about the Fourth of July?" But, <laughs> but anyway, she had a. It was a funny story, and it ended up really good. But, but, but there was one that didn't. Everybody else. Yeah. I have I have done with 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 white people, and I talk about what I'm learning, and I say the Fourth of July, and they just sit there. Mm. And they say, what about the 4th of July? Mm. 100%. Mm. These are 100%, well, almost 100%. It's, one, it's been 100% of the white people. I have no clue. I, they, they're like, well, what do you mean? And I say, man, 1776, the birth of our name, what we're celebrating, mm. we're celebrating freedom and they were enslaved. Mm. Mm-hmm. They have my same reaction. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I've never thought of that never before. Thought about it. Mm-hmm. I've never thought about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So July 4th was different for me this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not that I don't love our country. It's right. not that I don't celebrate our country. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. But, but it gave me another perspective. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because as I share around the table, you know, and, and I share what I've, I've been learning, and I say, this is why it's so important that we have these conversations mm-hmm. so that I can learn. Mm-hmm. Because I said, without fail. Without fail, I, we've had, we used to do picnics here, right? Mm-hmm. We had, you know, picnic after, you know, mm-hmm. have food and everything. I mm-hmm. said, without fail, right? Mm-hmm. I've been like, hey, Larry, happy 4th of July. <laughs> Isn't this great, man? Mm-hmm. God bless America. You know, mm-hmm. and he's like, yeah, pastor, this is great. You know, and turn around mm-hmm. and be like, that, that, that poor guy. He doesn't. He just doesn't get it, you know. <laughs> oh, and everybody laughs exactly. They oh, fall out of their Lord. chairs laughing because it's true. Mm-hmm. Because 100% of the people over here have a perspective that 0% of the people over here have. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if I'm not having these conversations, right. man, mm-hmm. I'm not learning about that. Mm-hmm. I'm not hearing about that. Mm-hmm. And so therefore, mm. I can't just say, hey, I see you. Mm-hmm. I know this is not as easy for you. Not that you can't celebrate the Fourth of July. That's right, not what I'm saying. Right. But I still, know what you're saying. but yeah. still, you know, um, there's that awareness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's just the awareness that man, this this is different. It's not the same. Right. It's just not the same. Right. Um, and that makes us better. It does. That, that that makes us better when we can when we can come together and be like, man, do we still love our country? Yes, we love our country. Do mm-hmm. we pray for our country? Yes. Are we thankful mm-hmm. for our country? Absolutely. Yes. But man, yeah. when we can connect on that level and mm-hmm. go, ah, it's what's well, not the same, right? Right. right. And uh, and so that's some of the things that that, that I've been learning, mm-hmm. uh, and that have come out of these conversations. And and we know the power of conversation, yeah. Right. This is what we 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 talk about all the time. I mean, even uh, when we had Jelani Lewis, pastor mm, at Gateway, yes. my my best friend, and we so we good. did that Sunday with him, and he talks about diversify the dinner table. Mm-hmm. Right. It's one of the things that that we have to do. Right. In the conversations that I've been having over the last few weeks with some with some white people who are just a little frustrated right now. Mm-hmm. They're frustrated with some of these conversations. They don't really know what to do or how to feel. And mm-hmm. uh, it's just, you know, it's just a lot of tension and mm-hmm. stress kind of building up over these conversations. And they all agree conversations are good. Mm-hmm. They all say, oh yeah, 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 that's good. Yeah, diversify the dinner table. Yep, that that's good. Mm-hmm. But when they're having a hard time and I ask them, mm-hmm. how many people have you had in your home? How many people of color? Mm-hmm. How, how many conversations have you had? Mm-hmm. Long conversations. Mm-hmm. Not just text messages to say, hey, thinking about you. I know this is hard. Praying mm-hmm. for you. That's good. Right. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. 
But how many extended conversations have you had that says, hey, tell me how you feel. What's going on in your heart? Mm. How do you see this? Mm. And without fail, it's been zero. Mm. So how do we go from this being a good idea, Mm. yay, diversify the dinner table, have conversations Mm. to saying, let's let's actually do that. Mm -hmm. And if we did that, Mm -hmm. we wouldn't be near as frustrated because we would understand. Yes. We would understand. How can we do this? Man, so many ways. I mean, you know, we're doing the Be the Bridge groups. So okay. that's something we're doing okay. as a community, yep. mm-hmm. you know, getting around the table or on Zoom with people yep. of, of different backgrounds, ethnicities, and having the hard conversations. And I love it because the first session is all about awareness. Mm. You just brought that word mm. awareness. Mm. Just helping us all to understand how unaware we are. Yes. Of where we are in our heart and our understanding, all of those things. But then really, I think what you said, just that diversifying your dinner table or however you want to put it, yeah. you know, um, you know, I created that little worksheet for, to do a circle check. Because yeah. that's one of the things I always talk to people about when they ask me about this, yeah. even before this all happened. Like, you know, look at your circle, mm. you know, is everybody the same color? Mm. Is everybody the same you know, age group, just mm. whatever. Just start to pick it, pick it apart, and and mm. be honest. Yes. And then, if if the answer is yes, you got to ask some hard questions. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why are all my friends the same color and all the same age and the same socioeconomic class and the, and, yeah. and and why yeah. why yeah. is that? Yep. I don't think I'm racist, mm. but mm. maybe I am. Mm. Or maybe there are some real biases yeah, I've never go. pulled out there or some prejudice or some false beliefs about people of color. Yeah. You know, maybe I don't want to be uncomfortable. Mm. Maybe what I really want is a comfortable life. Hmm. Maybe. <laughs> because if I start to go out and get people of color and bring them into my circle, am I going to lose this friend? Because I know how she feels about those people. Wow. I really want to. Am I good? Again, it just opens Man. up this whole and I think I just I just hope that Christ followers, especially in this season and for the rest of their lives, will be brave in this area. Mm. If we can't confront this in our own hearts, there's no hope for the world. Come on. Period. Come on. I mean, at least that's my my Come belief. on. If if I am I am okay with going to my grave with a family that's all the same color and friends all the same color, and there's something wrong. There's something wrong. I don't know what it is, but I'm not content with it being this way. Mm. Um, And I always think, man, if we could just do this, get comfortable being uncomfortable. You say it all the time. If we could just do it, I'm going to have coffee with that lady who goes to church with me. I don't really know her, but I did get her name that time, and I got her number, but we never text. And I'm just going to say, hey, will you meet me at Starbucks? And I don't even know what this is going to be like. This might be so uncomfortable, but I'm just going to do it. Yes. I think once people do it, it's like riding a bike. It's like doing anything we're not comfortable doing. Yes. Then you go, okay, I can do that again. Yes. And I can do that again. And then before you know it, your life looks different. Mm. The way you think looks different. You've been exposed to something different. And and I think we just have to be unafraid of the different. Yeah. You yeah. know, we want to, it, it, it almost makes me mad when people want to rush to, well, we're all one in Christ. Believe me, I'm standing on that scripture. Yes. I believe yes. it. There is yes. no Jew, yes. Gentile, Greek, blah, blah, blah. That's I right. get that. That's right. That's I'm right. 100% yeah. believe it with all of my yeah. heart. But that doesn't mean there's not some stuff in my heart mm. that I have to deal with. I can't rush to that scripture if I'm not really there. See, so yeah. we start wanting to claim things right. all I, of I, a I, sudden. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. really? Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Do you really believe that? Yep. Well, then why? Yes. Why is your dinner table all pasty or all brown yep. or all whatever? Yep. Why? Yeah. Why are all your family photos all the same. Like, yeah. I just, I am I am so, <laughs> I guess, you know, you, you think, what am I passionate about? And then you realize when something like this happens, I'm really passionate about this. Mm, <laughs> you know? mm, I mm. think I'm very passionate about wanting to help people see. Yes. It's so easy if we look for it. Yeah. You know, just scroll your Facebook. Yeah. Oh, my God. Everybody's white. 
Yeah. I keep saying, I have a black friend. Do I really have a black friend? Wow. What's her name? But you know, and and you I know? think that that's where people <laughs> go, right? Because when you when you bring this thing up, oh, when you start God. talking about race, right? That's what yes. they say. Well, you know, I've got, you know, mm. I've got a black friend. I've got, you know, mm. I've, I've got this, I've got a black family. There's one. It, <laughs> But but and 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 it's it's been funny because it's been almost fail uh, without fail in all these conversations. They that's where they jump to. Mm-hmm. And I say, okay, well, have you have you had an extended conversation with them? Well, no. Mm-mm. Well, no, I, I haven't. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, if you will, mm. you're going to understand more about what's going on right, right. now. Right. Because the reason you can't understand is because you're white. Mm-hmm. And you're surrounded by white people who who don't understand. Mm-hmm. And y'all are talking about what's going on. Mm. And you're reinforcing what you thought was going on. Mm-hmm. And so now you are convinced that this is what's really happening. Right. And this is not what's really happening, Mm-mm. which that would have been exposed if you would have brought some people into your circle. Mm-hmm. I just think about, you know, w- with these conversations for me, two and a half hours five, six times, right? I mean, mm-hmm. we're talking 15, 15 hours mm. of just hearing people's stories, mm. hearing their perspectives, mm-hmm. hearing their hearts. Mm. I'll never be the same again. Mm. As I've talked to these white people who are struggling, mm-hmm. what do I share with them? I share the stories mm-hmm. that I've heard. Mm-hmm. And I say, well, I mean, you you know Romeo, mm-hmm. and you know Rollin, mm-hmm. and you know Clarissa, mm-hmm. right? And you know, and, and, I, and mm-hmm. I just bring these stories, and I just begin to share these stories mm-hmm. with these people. Mm-hmm. And they're, wow, man, I've never seen it. I've never thought about that. I had no idea that was happening. I, mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Because we have to force the conversation. Right. These be the bridge groups mm-hmm. are, say, uh, uh, an easy access point. Right, it's already formed for you. Right, right. the the be the bridge group. It is set. The curriculum is set. Mm-hmm. The 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 time is set. The people are set. It's mm-hmm. all right there. It is literally like easy as one, two, three. Mm-hmm. Right, like you just mm-hmm. get, sign up, get in a group right. and begin this journey. You don't even have to go find the person of color right. or you don't have to go find the white right. person, right? Like we mm-hmm. are we are bringing the these groups together mm-hmm. of of African American, of white American. We're bringing these people together to right. have these conversations because we know and I want you just to 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 wrap this up. Not just the important the importance uh, as a whole of these conversations, but for our community. Right. For North Point, hmm. what is going to be the value? Why is this so important for us, being who God has called us to be here, the right. end? Mm-hmm. Why do we have to have these conversations? Man, mm. I think for us as a community, we have to have these conversations because we really have, our, we believe that our identity is to. And Destiny says it all the time on Sunday morning. <laughs> I love it when she's all fired up. We will see an end to racism in our city. Yes. Now, people can think, oh, my God, what a lofty goal. Yeah. You're crazy. But if we don't say it and then put some baby steps in place, yeah. we're never going to see it. That's right. And so that's why these groups are vital for us. Yeah. Because we have said this will not happen on our watch. That's right. We will not be content with a church that is divided yeah. by color or social and economic class, none of that. Yeah. Um, and I think what these groups are going to do is they're one, they're going to reinforce our mission. We're yeah. going to we're we're going in. You know, it's funny. You told me, you know, because I was I'm always like, tell me what you. I need a vision. I need to. And we have these five things that are up in my office, and mm. the fifth one says we will fight to see an end to reg- racism and prejudice. And and bring unity to our city. Yeah. And I and I just read it again today. Yeah. And I'm like, that's what we're doing. Yes. And that's what these groups are going to do. They're going to help. You know, I would say that, you know, most of the people in our church who are getting into these groups, they're not getting into them because they're racist. Mm. They're getting into them because they want to learn. Yes. And they want to be anti-racist. Yes. They want to take that next step. Yes. They're like, no. Yes. Whether they're a person of color or they're a white person, they're like... I want to make sure this isn't in my heart. Mm. I want to I want to sit in some of these stories of, mm. of what's happened, how we got where we are. And I really want to work through this process so that when I come out of this group, I can even be more 
um, knowledgeable, which is going to be great. But that's just half the battle. Yeah. You know, knowing is half the battle. That's one of my favorite things that I learned from G.I. Joe as a little kid. Um, but I think what these groups are going to do is they're going to move us all into action. Yeah. When we see the injustice, we're going to not be afraid anymore. Yeah. I was just talking to one of the ladies in our community who's going to be a part of one of these groups, and she said something so beautiful. And the reason she want, why she wants to be in this group is she said, I used to think of this as an individual thing. Mm. I'll just teach my kids not to be racist. I'm not racist, and we'll just not be racist as a family. Yeah. It's an individual thing. Yeah. And she said, but God is showing me this is an individual thing. Mm. This is a community thing. Mm. I mean, she almost made me cry today. I was just mm. like, she's like, and that's why I want to be in this group. Wow. Because, and that's what's something I keep hearing people say, why they won't enter into the group dynamic or the, even the conversations is, well, I know I'm not racist, so it, you know, I'll just keep not being racist. And yep. Yep. But when we join together as a community, yeah. And we're willing to have the hard conversations. These groups, we're going to be having some hard conversations. Yes. We're going to be working through some things. We're not probably all going to agree right. on some of the answers right. to some right. of these questions. But we're going to be so much better in the end. Yes. And I think for our community, we've already declared that's who we are. Yes. And now we're just we're just reinforcing it. That's yes. what these groups are doing. Yes. Um, and I just can't wait to see what comes out of it. I feel like it's going to birth more groups. Yeah. It's going to birth people who are more vocal when they go to Target and yeah. they see something, the courthouse. Yes. yes. You know, I, I've heard yes. some of my friends even begin to say, I I've never noticed before that when I went to the doctor, that when a black person came up before me, they, mm. whatever, you know, they, mm. they called me first. You know, mm. I've never mm. seen it. But mm. now I feel like yes. that's what it's going to do. It's going to help people see Mm. And it's going to change the way they interact in the community. And, and when we go into the schools, it's going to change the way we see these mm. little boys and girls. Yes. It's going to really reinforce who we've already declared we are. Yes. And it's going to give us some fuel for the future. Yeah. I just can't wait to see what happens yeah. in these groups. Uh, I, I'm excited about these groups. Mm -hmm. and, and I'm excited about us continuing these conversations. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm excited about what God is doing in our community, what yes. God's going to continue to do in our community. So um, and, you know, the, the more that we learn, the more that we grow. Mm -hmm. And the more that we grow, the better we become. Mm -hmm. The better we become as individuals the better we become as a community. Right. And uh, that's why these conversations are, are so important because I, I get information. Mm -hmm. That information gets into me and it turns into revelation. Right. And through that revelation, it leads me to transformation. Mm. Uh, and uh, and so I, I believe that's what we're after, mm -hmm. you know? And so I want to just say thank you once again <laughs> for being such a blessing to our community. Hey, and thank you uh, for joining us uh, for this cultural conversation. And you can uh, rest assured there are going to be more of these to come. God bless you.